Hello, and welcome to A Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan. My pronouns are he, him. And today I am joined by... Hey there, guys. My name is Tyler. Uh, pronouns are he, him. I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-affected street exorcist. Hi, everybody. My name is Christina. I will be playing Elion. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. Uh, they are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and I play Resh Ferris. My pronouns are she, her, as well as Ferris's. She is a wood-aspected dragon-blooded who has a familiar named Zeke, who is a ferret. And she's kind of a performer, petty theft. And this is Exalted, Like a Dragon-Blooded. Tyler, uh, when last we left Ricky off, Ricky had just finished dueling an immaculate monk and freeing the broken maiden, the goddess of emancipation from uh, slavery and freedom, having been given some, uh, some mystical powers that were bestowed upon you that that important day. Ricky is now in the uh, second level basement of the Shaved Yetim. And above you, you know that there is a mass of uh, people who are, well, to put it lightly, slave, enslaved and uh, in chains. And you currently have a goddess who wants to go and free them. Well, I guess let's fucking go and free them then. <laughs> Fantastic choice. Let's go. And I do. Ricky, as you go up there, uh, you can basically you and the broken maiden uh, ascend the stairs, leaving the guard who that you uh, smash the face in of uh, outside the door uh, and go up to the, the next level where there are about, mm, let's say about 30 cages, I believe that I said. Uh, well, there's at least 30 people there. And I'm going to start... Popping them open, I guess. Um, as you're going through, there are a few of the guild, uh, the guild guards who have been watching over this, uh, kind of doing the patrol routes here. But as soon as that you and your god buddy step in, they they kind of get the look of basically they are part time security guards and they are not getting paid enough for this. Perfect. You and her are going through, and uh, how are you going to break break these people's chains or open up their cages? Because they are all either chained or caged. <sighs> does the key that I took from the guy in the other room work? Yes, actually it does. I guess I'll use that then. Uh, as you're doing that, she is jovially, uh, as you basically uh, go unlock the doors or the chains on one half of the room, she is jovially... Uh, she's moving her hands across bars and they're like basically bending wide enough for people to leave or the chains are breaking themselves. That's a, that's a pretty neat trick you got there. Um, as I watch her just bend metal open with her bare hands. Uh, she, she smiles and looks to you and goes, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> it's kind of part of my portfolio. We can talk about that a little bit later. Um, do you mind if I, uh, and she kind of looks around and goes, do you mind if I leave you to, uh, get these, get these people home? It's, uh, it honestly takes a lot of effort to maintain a corporeal form. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got it. You go ahead. I, uh, consider it done. I know this place pretty well. So fantastic. I appreciate your work there, buddy. Um, and she just kind of like after the last, uh, cage on her side is broken, she, discorporates and uh just leaves a broken uh uh like a broken manacle on the ground you now have a bunch of people who were once enslaved and are most certainly not anymore kind of looking to you for guidance is anyone in there injured currently no they look like they might not have been getting the right nourishment but they're certainly not injured at the moment well, let me ask you this. Do I know of any place in the area that, like, could be a source of money if I have a bunch of goons to help me do something with it? Better question. Is this 
the place is this place just like a front? Like, is the owner of this establishment the one who had these slaves, or are they, is it are they just like the ones who happened to this? This just, just happened to be where they were. Um, you're actually not familiar with the owner of the establishment. Um, so your best guess is that it is probably a front or someone was making some back alley deals to make some extra money. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell the guys to stay here for a minute, but I promise I'll be right back. And I'm going to go upstairs to try to find the owner of the establishment to act and pretend like I'm one of the monks that was down here. Okay, so when you go up the stairs, there is another there's another set of stairs that goes up to what looks like an employees only area. Yeah, I'll head up there. Uh, there is a door. Uh, Tyler, what uh, what languages do you speak? Let me see here. Um, I know I speak fire language, whatever it's called. Uh, fire tongue. Yeah, fire tongue. Um, where would my languages be? Uh, usually it would be somewhere under merits. I don't think I have any anything other than fire tongue there. I think that's all I took, other than common. There is something that looks like really fancy handwriting, and then below it, it just it says in uh, it's flame tongue is what it's called. Uh, but below in flame tongue, it just says the boss. Okay, I guess I'll knock on the door. Uh, when you knock on the door, there is a. Uh, one moment. I'll be there in just a second. You can kind of hear like the shuffling of like a bunch of uh, papers and stuff. Uh, and then a uh, a pretty looking uh, younger girl with uh, spectacles on uh, opens up the door and looks at you and goes, Hi, uh, the boss lady's out right now. How can I help you? Yeah. Hi. I uh, I was with the monks that were downstairs. Um, just calling a check in, came to check in, see, uh, see what, if y'all were okay up here, you know? Oh yeah, we're perfectly fine. The, uh, the, the, the boss lady actually just stepped out with, uh, with our new partner, uh, went over to the, uh, the Ox Dragon Inn. Ah, okay. Now I think there was a breakdown in chain of command or something down there. We're not really sure what all, do you still need to stick around? Uh, um. Can I be honest with you? I'd, I'd love that. Yeah. Fantastic. So I think that we might be going under new management. So we're probably going to have to cut our deal with you uh, early. Uh, you know, give our condolences to the Immaculate Order. We love what you do, blah, blah, blah. But you're all going to have to skedaddle. I don't think that the new bosses are going to enjoy this. Who, uh, if I may ask. I didn't know we were, what was the middle management change. Who was who? Who was the old boss and who was the new boss? It's not my business. I'm just curious. I'll, of course, I'll tell him. But she kind of looks a little squirrely about if that she wants to tell you or not. She's just kind of like, I'm not sure that we're that I'm allowed to tell you right now. Well, you see, here's the kicker. I'm gonna like lean in, kind of close, not like menacingly or mean, but like matter of fact. You see. There's an immaculate monk down there that I beat the shit out of for holding slaves. And if it's your boss's fault that they were down there, we, we have problems. But if that was some other guy, I need to know who it was. That wasn't you guys, was it? I'm going to, like, wink. Uh, give me a... That sounds like a charisma and presence roll. Good. I will give you an extra two dice on that for, like, RPing it out. I think I have a charm for this. I'm sure I do. Yeah, I have glowing coal radiance. Let me see exactly how that works. It's the uh, it's the excellency for presence. Uh, basically, you can add uh, for two motes. You can add a singles. You can add a success, and you roll additional non-charm die for every ten that you roll. Sure, I'll do that once. I didn't roll any tens. Wow. Oh no. But it's still three. It's still three successes and one automatic, so four. Okay, you beat her resolve of a three. Uh, so she is willing to give out some information to you. All right, so uh, just real quick, uh, we're still technically under uh, Regara Salon's uh, management, but she's partnering up with someone new, and uh, we are discontinuing our association with the guild. Exactly what I wanted to hear. Uh, didn't, didn't, didn't catch a name. Uh, 
Oh, my name? I, I'm I'm the secretary. I'm Moya. Excellent to hear that, Moya. Thanks for uh, delivering the good news. I'm glad I don't have any more trouble here. Uh, yeah, I don't know whose sleeves those were, but I broke them all out. We're about to head out here in a minute. Oh, oh boy. Thanos is not going to like that. All right, well, whoever the fuck that is, uh, my name's Ricky. You can tell you can tell him to go fuck himself and come find me if he has a problem. Uh, but whatever. Anyways, so uh, now about this uh, this new partnership, I might have uh, might have some 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 things to contribute to that partnership. Can you tell me anything about that? Uh, well, it appears that uh, the uh, a young man from Wookshai. Uh, has uh, really done a number on uh, Miss Salon. And, uh, well, she's saying fuck the guild too. So, uh, yeah, we... Uh, we do, do you work with the the, the Goistar clan? That's the clan, right, Brendan? Yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's the clan that you guys are a part of. Or the family that you guys are a part family. of. Good. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah, it looks like that we're uh, siding with you guys. So, uh... wait, wait, wait. well, pause, rewind. Uh, Goyce Tara Clan, uh, some some prissy fuck from Mukshai, right? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna vaguely describe Divine. She nods. <sighs> well, at least this dumbass is doing something. Uh, all right. Well, I I think I'm going to uh, Ox Dragon. In, you said. Yeah, uh, you just leave the uh, the shaved yetum, and it's going to be uh, more or less like immediately on your left. Brendan, I have some money on me, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to produce what is a sum that is like enough to like repair damages I might have caused to the actual establishment. I'm gonna go ahead and just give you this right here, uh, dear. Uh, in case I made a mess, you know, I might have got a little crazy there for a minute, but I gotta get going. Uh. I imagine that, uh, yeah, uh, partnerships and all that. Uh, toodaloo, I'm going to leave. <laughs> okay, you go down. Your group of previously enslaved peoples is awaiting uh, instructions. All right, guys. Uh, come with me, I guess. I'm not a fan of the whole slavery thing. So uh, we're going to go find you some work. Right? Right? Sound good? Sounds great. Good, good, good. All right, and I guess I'm gonna take my merry band of uh, of estranged peoples, and uh, I guess go find Cody. And yes, before you ask, I am going to bring an entire group of recently liberated slaves right down Main Street. You and about thirty other people walk out of the shaved yetum. You can see to the right of you immediately as you come out is the bountiful bear, uh, which is the local brothel, um, which has Elian in front of it. And Elian is more or less staring across the road at the ox dragon Inn, which has divine coming right out of it. And they're kind of like staring at each other as it, 30 people are like coming out. Like an intense stare off. And I'm like, Hey, what's up motherfuckers? You look at my goons. I found, I like to walk right in the middle of them and fuck it all up. Um, so before that you walk right in the middle of them and fuck it all up because you don't want to be in the middle of there. Cause there's other stuff that is also happening. Yeah. Don't be in the middle of that. So as that you get the thought to go into the middle of that, there is a sudden bright light above you as the ceiling of the undermarket is for a moment ablaze with sorceress light. And then there is a metal container that falls about 30 feet with a loud crash. On top of the metal container is Captain Desert Bloom who does a very quick tap on the metal with his heels and you all can hear him just go, ta-da! Oh, hey. And from the container, opening it up, is the sudden burning anima banner of Ferris, who has just left combat. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, guys. How's it going? Well, uh... Up up till up till now, it was pretty good. Now, where, 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 where 
where were you? So, um, as that you all are just kind of staring at this, and Ferris has her wood aura basically blaring, you can hear from thirty feet above is the sound of people. Uh, hey, she went down there. They went down there. We got to get them. Yeah, we can't let the cargo escape. And if you guys were to look up, you can see that there are a lot of people with a lot of weapons above that hole. You see, Ferris, this is what I meant when I told those other guys you gotta watch out for the little ones. Shit like this. Just like this. Uh, we should go. Okay. Hey, hey guys. We gotta go. Is is Ricky turns around to, to alert his goon squad that was not there before. Here is how the, this is going to go. Currently, there is a massive battle group of the guild above uh, above that hole. Also, they're calling down to the rest of their people that are in the undermarket. And you can see random goons that just kind of didn't look like, that just kind of looked like random people who were, you know, down in the undermarket for a good time, are suddenly drawing blades on you all. Ooh. So, the question here is... Are you guys going to try and get away from all this, or are you guys going to stand and fight? My money is on actually getting away, if only because this is, like, my neighborhood, and I don't want to destroy it any more than I already have today and hurt people who aren't a part of this, who live here. So my money's on leaving. Yeah, and considering what I need to do, um, causing a scene outside of here at this moment is probably not the best thing. Okay. I'm all for leaving, but I'm a motherfucking beacon right now, so it's going to be real hard. I have an idea, Fred. You want to ride Lucille again? Lucille's pretty fucking fast. I'm sure when Ferris uh, pops out of the crate, you guys uh, probably also see her ushering a couple, like, small to medium, like, children-like people out. I don't don't remember how many there were, Brendan. I want to say there were about 10 or 15. But yes. Uh, I know, like, I said I would pick up, like, one of the, some of the smaller ones, and I had, like, uh, Demik pick up, like, the younger ones, too, that to try to help them move faster, stuff like that, like, to carry them, because they were, you said they were children? Uh, yes, they are children or children-sized. It's uh, hard to tell. After Ferris uh, comes out, there's about... Uh, there's four other goons that come out that you see as uh, they're, they're kind of goons that have, uh, you know, worked with the family, but they're not dragon blooded. So they're not I don't want to say that they're not important, but they're basically the goons that helped her with the heist. And then you also see 15 small humanoids that at tallest reach three foot in height. They are hairless uh, and ha- are, have pure white skin with black pock marks, um, giving them almost a panda-like appearance. You said some of them didn't ha- have the pock marks, though. Uh, yes, uh, some of them do not have it, or uh, their pock marks are not visible on their clothing. Do the pock marks look like an illness, or are they just how they look? Um, you've lived in the South for long enough. So you know that this is actually a different race of people, uh, known as the Jala. Okay. So that is that and their height think are actually them, how that they look. Think of them as like spots, not like pock marks. Okay. I gotcha. Now, do they seem like they're like, okay, or do they look like malnourished or like beaten or something? Uh, I would say that they look definitely malnourished. It's a lot of kids. Um, let me see here. I might have a thing. Actually. We need to get guys out of here. So, y'all go on ahead. I'll stay back and I will uh, cause a distraction. You know, tie these guys up in a little bit of song and dance. And uh, meet back at the restaurant. How many goons are we talking here, Brendan? It's honestly hard to count as that there are the goons from up top, but then there's also a lot of people who are just kind of coming out of the woodwork in the undermarket. Uh, the best way to describe how that this is, yeah, or goon adjacent. Um, the best way to describe how this is, is, is that uh, to kind of give you guys a peek behind the curtain is the way that this is going to work is however that you guys are planning on escaping, there is essentially, I'm basically going to have you guys do an extended role until you meet a certain, uh, a certain number of successes. 
uh, depending on how you want to escape. During that time, you're basically going to be, until you meet that number or uh, four rolls have passed, you're basically going to be getting attacked by goons in the Undermarket. Uh, the best way that I can describe it is like there's a lot of in the Yakuza games, there's like a lot of like cinematic moments where that like the main character like goes into like the, the the gang's headquarters and like just kind of starts punching and like one shotting like dudes who have like a teeny tiny health bar. And these guys oh, are basically just like teeny warriors. tiny. Health. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to Dynasty Warriors you, but there's a lot of them. Turn to divine. All right, wise guy. You don't even know where the fuck you're going. If any, how about we make a distraction and they can go? Whatever you say, Costello. Whatever you say. Didn't you just like explode all your shit the other day, wasting all your essence? Do you? Are you? Can you even make a distraction right now? Do you know how essence works, bud? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Oh, I'm just asking because you know I've never never shut my pants like that in public. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, I guess you were coming out of the, uh, wrong building to have done that. Elian, though, I'm gonna need you to explain what you were doing in my brothel later. Trust you me. Got a, you got a brothel now? Oh, and you need to explain why your new business partner has slaves in their motherfucking... Get them! They're just talking! And I'm gonna Guys, it's time to go, and I'm... I'm, I'm going to turn... Brendan, I want to do something cheeky real quick. I want to turn to those guys and say, get them. They're just talking. And I'd like to uh, I'd like to use Glowing Coal Radiance again and be like, Hey! We're fucking talking. You wait your goddamn turn, you chumps. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you want to roll that for me. Cool. Let me uh, see if these guys even have a fucking resolve score. Oh, hey, would you look at that? They actually do. Eight successes. Holy shit, bud. Rerolling those two tens is pretty good. And getting two tens is also pretty good. So you say that, you you tell them to get, give you a moment, and uh, they kind of, like, honestly, like, look at you, and kind of, there's, like, actually a group of them that kind of, like, back off. Uh, it's a lot of the mortals who kind of back off as they realize that you're, uh, that you're a prince of the earth, and they kind of go, ooh, maybe, maybe we shouldn't do this. And then you can hear from up above the sound of the smoothest business talker that you've ever heard as a, uh, a man in a kimono with a uh, pretty nicely shaven goatee comes onto the scene above and looks down at you all and goes, well, then seems like that someone here has got a little bit of a case of the talkies. Then guys, come on, you gotta, you gotta get with the program or else I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to feed you to. I'm gonna have to feed you to my pet tyrant lizard. So, uh, skedaddle. Go on. Take care of the people who ruin who who are ruining all my fun in this town. Oh, hey, uh, Ricky. That's that's the banker that was uh selling slaves underneath the uh, gambling hall. And I'm gonna be sure to say banker loud enough that Talos hears me. Ah, hey, buddy. Tanos stares at you, very upset. Hey, uh, Tanos, so here, here's the deal. Our friends are Elian, and, uh, have, have y'all decided to run away yet? Yes. I was yeah. trying to say earlier that I was dipping out and some other stuff. And okay. I, and I was going to grab one of the smallest children and get my other four people to help me corral the other Jala out with us. Okay. So. I will be uh, so once it Cody concludes talking to Thanos, I will be getting to the girl uh, to Elian and Ferris real quick. So here's the deal. Ricky here is a uh, he's a certified badass. Um, so banker Talos, uh, all you got to do is give me that uh, bottle of wine that you keep in your desk and tell your goons to turn around and walk away right now, and I'll try to talk them out of kicking your ass. <laughs> I don't think you know who you're messing with, bud. Uh, so how about uh, you all just turn yourself in, and I'll make your death swift. Fucking touch me, you scumbag. Fuck yourself. I, I don't think I can put it any more eloquently than Ricky just did. Go fuck yourself. 
And you fucks. I'm going to turn the guys down so they're like not up there. I guarantee you I can kill more of you fucks than one tyrant lizard can eat in one sitting. Fucking try me. Question. Are the two of you going to try and start running away, or are you going to rise to the challenge of this guy? I mean, friends don't let friends die alone. I'm going to stand behind Ricky as he kicks everybody's ass. We don't we don't have to shit. fight them all right now if you don't want to, Cody. But I will say to Cody and to Brendan, I will eventually be dragging that banker guy in front of all the slaves that I broke down. I'm going to let them beat him to death. Uh, I actually have an idea that might help us out if you want to fight the banker guy. The real question is, have we have we bantered and talked enough shit to like let Elian and and uh, Ferris get away? Because if that's the case, then we can both just fuck off. Uh, yeah, I would say that they're going to have. I'll give them two rolls where that they're not actually accosted by the battle group for you guys talking enough shit. So, um, uh, so switching over to you two, uh, Ferris and Elian, how do you guys want to get away? Are you guys trying to be stealthy? Are you guys trying to just parkour it out of there? There's also like some uh, tunnels that have a lot of. Uh, do not enter signs on them, which uh, at least Elian being a resident of Chiroscuro knows that those are unexplored tunnels that may or may not have monsters down them. Uh, you, you said that Ferris is just at burning, right? So she's not going to like hurt me if I get near her. No, yeah, I'm at burn, but if I spend more essence, I will be at bonfire. Okay. Cause I know bonfires when it actually starts like hurting you and stuff. If I remember correctly. Yes. Uh, once you hit bonfire, that's when they, that's, uh, that's the final level. Yeah. Bonfire's the, the final one or it's called iconic one or the other. Uh, but I assumed I was probably like, while the boys are just sitting and shit talking, I just gently tug like Ferris's sleeve and just point kind of, if there's an alley just to shuffle everybody down to get out of here. Yeah, sure thing. Elian, you do have the option of just stealthing out and just getting out of there because your anima is not flaring at all. Ferris, on the other hand, uh, her anima is flaring so much that basically uh, they are actually not allowed to do stealth rolls. So this is what I was going to suggest. If they point down an alley for like stealthing away, I'm going to look to my four goons nod to them and kind of give a silent like follow them and their orders and like let them know hey this person will help go with them and get these guys to safety and I want to go a different route because they're they're going to find me no matter where I go and I want the other people to be able to stealth out okay that sounds rad um if that's the case then I'm going to just kind of touch my nose and point in a slightly different direction if there's a way that it's not a super hidden thing because Ferris isn't going to be able to hide very well, but it's not super public. It's kind of one of those in between areas, if that makes sense. And I'm going to guide the goons and the Jala away. Uh, and I, I don't know if I can take Ricky's people that he just saved or not. I don't know if we can get that them out of there as well. Uh, let's go with yes, because they're way more focused on Ricky and divine right now. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the goons to or I'm gonna send two of the goons to gather the liberated people that Ricky just did, and the other two goons are gonna start corralling the jaw, and we're gonna try and take the safest route we can out of here. Okay, so as that I mentioned, the two of you are going to get two free rolls on this extended action to try and get out of here. Uh, however, that you're trying to do it, uh, whether it be stealth, athletics, or uh, if you try to go down the tunnels, that would be survival. Uh, if you have any other suggestions, I'm open to them. But basically, you guys are going to have four rolls of extended actions. Uh, and the goal is to try and hit 20 total successes by the fourth roll. Question, because this might decide um, what two things are you rolling for it? Um, like, uh, uh, so it depends on how that you're going about it. So like if your stealth role is to basically just hide in one spot over a long period of time, I would make that be a stamina and, uh, a stamina and stealth role. 
Because um, what I'm thinking is, if I have half the goons corralling half the people and the other half corralling the other half, I can be more of a lookout and guiding force for them, more so than have them keep them quiet and keep everybody duck low. Um, and they're basically kind of not manhandling them, but kind of corralling them, keeping them down, keeping them out of sight. And I can kind of keep an eye out and guide them through everything. Okay, so... That, to me, sounds like either a perception or wits and stealth. Uh, something else I want to use, I believe I, I might use my all-encompassing earth sense, which kind of lets me keep an eye on vibrations in the earth for things that are on my level, in case something's trying to keep an eye on us or there's any hidden enemies or dangers or stuff like that. Okay, yeah. Okay, so um, I will, let me think real quick. Um, if you, So basically, since that is a an instant, um, you can use that on any role that you want to supplement it for uh, your actions, but you do have to pay each time that you uh, make the roll. That's fine. It's only three motes. So I'm, if, I'm probably going to use it at least twice. Once uh, out on my peripheral and probably once out of my personal. I know that that says that it's perception and awareness, but uh, uh, yeah, um, I would have you roll. I, I would, I would let this for this one time, I would let it use perception and stealth since that's kind of the, the nature of, uh, of, of this contested role, because you do have to still sneak through things. That's fine. Uh, so, uh, Ferris, how are you getting away? Are you just going to take, uh, take these people on a merry chase? I was hoping to like run in the open as much as I can. Maybe bump into people as I'm going by. So they kind of turn to face me. So it looks almost as if they're like with me. So it looks like I still have a group of people with me, but at the same time, they're just, they're just standing there. And then eventually, you said if I take one of the tunnels, it's a survival roll? Yes, taking the tunnels would turn it into a survival roll, but I will give you the heads up that if, for whatever reason, uh, this your extended action does fail, uh, you might be in trouble, uh, since there are there is the potential for actual monsters in those tunnels. Cool, because I have a, uh, a charm that I can add automatic successes to a survival roll if that will help. That would absolutely help. So like I said, I want to, I want to run down the street again, bumping into people and like getting them to like turn, like spin around to face me. So it looks almost as if the, those people turning around are like with me. So it kind of deceive the people following to look kind of like the groups going this direction. And, uh, obviously my glow kind of will help them see where I'm at. And then eventually I want to like dip into a tunnel um, to try to get out of line of sight and not glowing in the middle of the street. Okay, sounds good. So I'm going to ask the both of you to make your first two rolls, uh, perception and stealth for Elian. I'm thinking... uh, Dex and survival for uh, for Ferris, since it's kind of like a run, but you also are trying to like survive in the tunnels, essentially. And then let me know what uh, charms that you're using for each. Britt, if you would like to go first. So I'm going to spend two moats from my personal to get at least one automatic success on a survival roll. And I'm using ration enhancing method. It says the wilderness welcomes the dragon blood's presence, recognizing her as a prince of the earth. She may add automatic successes to a survival roll for two modes each. And then there's more if I was like foraging for food. Sounds fantastic. And since you had described uh, how that you got from where you were into the tunnels, I will give you an extra two dice on this roll for a stunt. So five successes. All right. And then, Elian, uh, your first roll. So I'm using the all-encompassing Earth Sense to kind of keep an eye out, or keep a feel out for things, I guess, would be the better way to do it, or to mention it. I've already mentioned how I'm trying to have everybody interact while I'm keeping an eye out for everything. And then 
if this is based off of visual perception, I also have my enhanced eyes. I would say that this is absolutely based off of visual perception since you are trying to help guide other people. Uh, since you since you did describe it, I'm going to give you an extra two dice as well. Successes. All right. And then, uh, so, uh, Ferris, you, you make it into one of the tunnels. Uh, it looks like that they're still a little ways behind you or have not uh, come charging after you yet. Uh, the tunnels are unlit except for the bright bits of your anima that are lighting your way and you're kind of like figuring out your way in these tunnels. Uh, how do you go about uh, this for the next roll? So I'm going to try at my best to keep moving forward, but I'm just going to try to keep running and make sure I can like, if I find like a turn or something to try to take as many turns as I can to lose them um, and get where I need to go to be safe as long as I'm in the tunnels where my light's not as bright. Okay, sounds great. I will give you an extra two dice for that. And are there any charms that you want to use for uh, this next one? I'm going to spend two more motes of my personal to, to use ration enhancing method again to get an automatic success. All right, go ahead and roll it for me. That is eight successes. Uh, so that would make it uh, 13 successes total for you currently. Perfect. Okay, uh, next up is Elian uh, for the last roll without being accosted. Uh, how, uh, so you guys are, you're getting all the people through. Uh, everything seems to be going just fine right now. You're kind of scouting ahead or on top of uh, smaller buildings or what have you so you can get a good uh, vantage point. How are you trying to navigate them towards the uh, through the alleyways uh, of the undermarket towards the uh, the entrance that you know comes up mm, closer to where you guys said that you would meet? Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm having them stay stay low. I mean, the jaw are already pretty low, anyways. But kind of having them duck down, stay in the shadows. I'm not so worried about myself kind of walking around if I'm walking ahead of them because I just look like a normal person and I'm just kind of. Trying to look casual, but staying alert about everything while still not trying to be obvious about myself, like my existence, but not really like sneaky, sneaky, like stealthy stealth, but just kind of scouting ahead and stuff. Okay, uh, actually, and I would like to note on there that since that you were using uh, all encompassing Earth Sense. And since this is basically all to try and sense people, I'm going to be giving you those double nines. So you're actually at uh, seven successes total. Okay. I was going to ask you, but I figured I would do that later. Yeah. So uh, with that description, I'll give you an extra two dice. Are there any excellencies that you want to use? Any other uh, charms or anything for this roll? Uh, I really, because I'm using stealth, I don't have any stealth charms. Like, if I was doing awareness, I, I have the awareness excellency, but it doesn't apply, so. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it doesn't really apply here. I have a weird, uh, thought process. So my contact is a guild member. So I kind of probably, perceivably know maybe some signs of what guild members look like, their attire, their dress, stuff like that. Would that make sense? Say, I'd say that makes sense. So I would kind of know what to keep an eye out for, right? Yeah. Would that factor in at all for kind of keeping an eye out? You, you know what? Uh, since you know, like, the symbols and stuff to keep an eye out, I will actually upgrade that stunt to a uh, another level and give you an automatic success on that. Okay, so pretty much rolling the same dice plus an automatic success. And then you're also doubling nines. Yes. Not as good a roll. But that still equals five, doesn't it? Because nines are double. Yeah, it equals five, but a lot of... Well, that put, that puts you at uh, 11 total successes, and the terminus for this whole event is four. So you need to get uh, nine that, more. Yeah, 12? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot about the double nines on the other one. You're right. It is 12. So those were you guys' first two rolls for the, for this little event. Ricky and Divine, what are you guys doing? Are you guys going to fight this guy, or are you guys going to just be like, ah, we we bought we bought the rest of the crew time. We're going to dip. 
Brendan, I have a question slash clarification. So, Mark of the Maiden, he's scared of me, right? Uh, which guy? Thanos? Yeah. Oh, no, he is not. Sure. The Maiden's Mark. The broken Maiden has left her mark on the Sorcerer. We get a chewed through collar or manacle that refuses to come off with some other obvious and hard-to-hide marking. The Sorcerer can see benefit from it. Among spirits which oppose the enslavement of others, you have considered to be a positive minor tie of respect. Among those who enslave others, you have a negative minor tie of fear, as your presence might undo all their work. You know what? Thank you uh, for uh, pointing that out. Uh, yes, technically, because that he does recognize the mark of your sorceress, uh, not parentage, but your sorceress. Yeah, your... Uh, the, the person who gives you your power once that he is within once that he can actually see you better because he's technically up on the, the lip of the hole that was formed, which is like 30 feet up. So he he can't really see that mark on you. But once that he can see it, he will uh, absolutely be under that minor tie of fear to you. I want to try a thing to make a if we're still set on fighting this. I want to try a thing to. I want to try to use brother against brother insinuation. I was never set on fighting this, by the way, but it's up to you. I'm either or. Well, my thought is, is we can probably just talk our way out of it by you being a badass and me being really good at talking shit. We'll try. And then if not, Lucille's really fast. I'm really fast. I think we can yeah. outrun him. That's true. Also, Brendan, uh, would the guild be considered a a type of authority? Uh, yes, absolutely. Project specialization in evading authority. What kind of specialization was that? Athletics. Oh, fantastic! It takes special having a specialty in running from authority figures. Okay, so if the, you guys want to keep talking to this guy, you're welcome to. But they are about to start attacking you. Yeah. So uh, Divine's going to look up and around other group and pretty much puff out his chest and maintain direct eye contact with Thanos as he talks. And I want to use brother against brother insinuation to, uh, to instill a negative tie towards Thanos in the uh, battle group and pretty much be like, Hey, it's not worth it. This guy, he's, he's not even that cool. Leave you get, leave him. Is that a thing I can do? Like I would use that to. Yes, I believe that it would. There would be some negatives on it since that you're using it on multiple targets instead of uh, instead of just one person. That's fine by me. And then, so I would use that, and then I would, and then it would be a. Uh, after using that, would be a socialize and manipulation role to try to convince them to walk away. Is that how that would work? I also have something to add to this, if this is something that we're allowed to do. Also a question. Is this guy notably, like, uh, dragon-blooded, or is he just a dude? Uh, he is notably a dragon-blooded. As that you guys are about to get going, uh, Thanos basically just takes the uh, the step off of the, uh, the lip of the cliff that had been made, or I'm sorry, the, the lip of the hole that had been made, and just lands with a like not even trying just boom and he does not look like he is even phased from the 30 foot drop oh hey ricky look we got a badass over here you guys um, really work for this goon he undoes the kimono that he the ceremonial kimono kimono that he was in and upon undoing that you can see that he has a uh, rather large reaper diclave strapped at his side and he is gathering uh, and he is basically uh, gathering uh, moats of some kind in the air. So all of you think that this one guy is worth dying for, because that's what's going to happen if uh, you hang around. He's not even. Are you even a banker? You're. Look, this guy, he doesn't pay you enough for what's about to happen. I'm giving you the option right now to walk away because you don't like him well enough for this. And then it would be I'd roll an instill roll with double nines to weaken their uh, 
weaken positive ties or instill the negative tie between the battle group and Thanos. All right. Uh, with that, I will give you an extra two dice for the stun of talking to them. And because it cost five uh, moats, my anima is now glowing. So the uh, the air in the cave that was relatively still up till now is beginning to pick up with fervor equal to the voice in equal to the conviction in Divine's voice. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pop two moats to get that uh, extra success, the automatic success on the socialized roll. Because if I don't, I'm going to fail it. And that is socialize and charisma, right? Uh, yes. This is an influence roll to try and get them to uh, just get get away from you. Uh, so in that case, it, you are at a minus three dice penalty. Uh, do I get my plus one specialty for this being a uh, socializing with uh, Cheriscurans? Oh, yes, definitely. Is there... Is their resolve less than a two? It is not. It is actually a three. Darn, so I don't get that appearance bonus. All right. So rolling 11 dice. Buddy. Oof. Uh, nine doubles. Well, so that is a three then. Uh, plus the one that I spent the two modes for, so that's a four. And I just got the extra dice for stunting. Didn't get any successes, right? Uh, so in that case, then you do manage to uh, convince them. All right. So how this is going to operate here, Cody, with what that you've managed to do is I'm actually going to remove an entire uh, score of size from the battle group as the weaker groups of the guild people who have been called into action. The people who are basically the part time security guards who don't want to deal with this shit and just wanted a paycheck are going to quietly slink into the shadows. Uh, you're not going to be able to get the people who are like sworn to the guild, who are like really, really into being uber capitalists. But the people who are just here to get a fucking paycheck, oh, they dip. I would like to use unbearable taunt technique on Talos. Thanos. Thanos, my bad. Thanos. I call him Talos just to insult him. Oh, okay. That explains it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Thanos. Even the meekest hearts are tinderboxes for the flames of outrage the dragon blood stirs. Drills to inspire a single character with anger. If successful, her target must immediately respond with it to her with hostility. His player chooses the form this takes, outrage, threats, or even enjoying battle. In combat, this influence role instead provokes an enemy into prioritizing attacking the dragon blood instead of any of her allies on this on his next turn. Even if this even if he does pay the willpower cost to resist, he loses two initiative if he attacks any other character this turn. I will let you know that uh, this character has a base resolve of four. Yeah, all these people down here fighting for you. Real fucking tough guy, huh? How the fuck do you even get off calling yourself a child of Earth? Fucking pathetic, spineless sack of garbage. Fuck yourself. He'll chain all you fucks up if he can. You're nothing to him but trash. Because he is just trash. All right. Um, I'm you know what? Because you're because you're talking that mad good shit to someone who I don't want to say is above your pay grade because you guys are technically at the same pay grade being uh, uh, princes of the earth yourself. But uh, you don't know exactly how good that he is. So I'm going to give you uh, I'm going to give you a two dot stunt for that. So you get an automatic success and uh, two extra dice. Also, remember, one of my merits is that I can't... One of my intimacies is that I can't help but talk shit. Uh, he is going to boost his... He is going to be boosting his resolve with the defining intimacy of I am perfection and I am right. Wow. I'm also going to use... I'm also going to use um the excellency for presence. Glowing coal radiance? That's the one. Two automatic successes. Uh, that gives him a plus four resolve, making his resolve a natural eight right now. Do I have to get over eight? You would have to get over eight. Wow. How many over eight? Uh, you'd have to tie or beat him. Oh. Okay. We'll try it. I already spent the stuff to do it. Might as well. I have two of my successes anyway. I mean, if you, I mean, you haven't rolled anything yet, so you, if you want to uh, use any more. Nah, I think two will be enough, probably. I was very wrong. 
but that's five successes. That's, I mean, you gave me an auto success, right? Yeah, I gave you an auto that's success. Six. That's it. I mean, it's close, but because that you're, because that he's kind of, he, he's a very egomaniacal character. I kind of want this also to be to like further come across the point that Cody's trying to get to his goons that he's just a sack of shit who's using them. I, I will let you know right now, you're both not wrong. He stares at you and you feel like that you haven't pierced his, um, his mental resolve and goaded him into doing anything that he wouldn't do. And he takes a moment, takes a, uh, he pulls from his hip a fire wand, which he immediately shoots into the air. And there is a gout of flame above him that uh, kind of the smoke and all of it kind of falls down and coats him. And when it, it passes, you can see that he is standing in uh red jade armor and has drawn the reaper diclave he looks like that he has stilled his mind and body and is focused on you all now is your opportunity to either roll join battle and see what happens or to start running away what do you think buddy i mean i'm down to fuck around and find out if you are Thank you all for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not give us a follow on Twitter for more updates as to when we'll be releasing episodes. You can also give us a like or review on your podcast app of choice. Just a few quick button clicks and you can help us defeat the dreaded algorithm boss. The theme song for this game was Main Theme by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2019, used under a Creative Commons license. And hey, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. <laughs>